Hello and welcome to the Soulful Valley podcast. If you're a regular listener, thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. If you're new here and don't know me yet, I'm your host, Katie Carey, independent publisher of Books That Matter and an international best-selling author. And of course, the host of this globally ranked podcast. I help metaphysical coaches and healers gain confidence, clarity, raise their visibility and their credibility giving them the opportunity to shine their light brighter so that the people they are here to serve can find them. I do this by creating opportunities for them to become best-selling authors in my multi-author and solo book projects. I also offer one-to-one mentorship services to help spiritual business owners find and unlock their limiting beliefs. In this podcast, I'll be sharing wisdom from myself, coaches, authors and energy healers that could be just what you need to transform your life today. You can connect with me via the Contact Katie button at my website at www.soulfulvalley.com Vivian Shapiro is an energetic, positive-minded influencer blessed and grateful to be highly active and vibrant at 75 plus years, living a life that is far from over. Thrilled to be a contributing author of Entangled No More, she gives a preview into her upcoming solo book. It relates the moment she knew she could turn her painful existence into a joie de vivre power. A former Toronto teacher, vice principal and principal, Vivian's achievements go well beyond. For 20 years after retirement as the education director for the Herbert H. Carnegie Future Access Foundation, she spearheaded programs and conferences to empower disenfranchised youth. A recipient of the 2012 Amazing Aces in Action Award and the 2018 Celebrating Outstanding Women Award for Philanthropy, Vivian is hailed as a servant leader. Creativity abounds in Vivian's lists of accomplishments. She has co-written three songs, one a universal message of hope and peace, She is a writer of in-house children's books, plays, poetry, retirement party and conference scripts, creator of a children's show co-hosted with her grandson, artistic director, singer, actor, dancer and choreographer, a wedding officiant and a clubhouse room moderator, to name a few. As mum to a blended five families, she loves engaging as Vavar to her 13 grandchildren. As regional vice president with Arbonne International, a certified B Corporation company focusing on clean, safe, plant-based products, she coaches and trains people to create a life of choice and abundance. Vivian has a passion to help others defy ageing by immersing themselves in a healthy lifestyle no matter gender or age. Her mission is to teach others to create new habits and opportunities that will serve them a lifetime of vibrancy. You can connect with Vivian at her website vivianshapiro.com and all of the links will be in the show notes. Hello and welcome to the Soulful Valley podcast, international best-selling author Vivian Shapiro. <laughs> Hello Katie. Hello. So excited to be talking with you and seeing you more on almost almost in person. <laughs> yeah I mean it would be wonderful wouldn't it if we could all get together in person. Vivian you have written the chapter in Entangled No More. It's a beautiful chapter. And can you share with our listeners what what you're about, Vivian? What's your chapter about? Because it just okay. really raises the vibration of the book. <laughs> Thank you so 
much. And I'm at the end. I'm at wow. the end. It's a great place. Like, it's a cool place to be. <laughs> like when they leave, if they're really liking it, um, they go, ah, oh, like it, it's, you know, all of the chapters are amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm actually not, I haven't finished all of them yet because I'm really absorbing each one. But um, yes, so first of all, Katie, I just want to tell you how thrilled I was to be, you know, when I, so it's kind of a cute story, that one in the beginning is uh, I'm writing my, as you know, I'm writing my solo book, my first ever, ever solo book. And I'll tell you more about that later, what the bench was supposed to be all about. And while I was doing that, my good friend Lydia, who um, I see pretty well every second Sunday on her Conscious Leaders um, Sunday uh, session on Zoom, um, or once a, once a month, um, somehow I was telling her about writing the book and she said, and I asked her, I said, how did you get into a collaborative book? Because she's been in your Evolving on Purpose. Mm. And, uh, and I was very much a part of her launch and your launch, I guess, because at the time I didn't know you. And um, she said, well, you should consider it. Because when I told her what my, my book was about and what specifically the first chapter, which I'll get to, was about, she said, you know, that might work with, I'm not in it this month, but, you know, Katie Carey is wonderful. She spoke so highly of you oh. and so amazingly about your support. And wow, did I ever see that? Her testimonial was not incorrect one moment. <laughs> and I know I'm segueing and not getting to the question. That's okay. But I do have to tell you this first because if people are listening and any listeners listening in, if you want to, if you have never worked with a publisher and just a really a coach, like this Katie Carey, like she's, she's top, really. But oh, thank um, you. So then I, I started asking you questions and um, and then I sent you a little snippet of something to say like this, like would this do? And of course you were so flattering, like you said, oh my God, this is amazing. This would be beautiful. And I think at that time there were only six of us that had joined. Yeah, so, probably. <laughs> yeah, so it was right at the beginning. And I and for me, it, it was easy because I didn't have to think of that much. I just had to meld two chapters to fit more with the theme of entangled no more and then make that just the contents without it having to go on and uh it just it just came to me it was like i put them together like in just an an hour or two and it was like my it was like the 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 liquid was flowing the writing pen was flowing out of my hand on the typewriter just putting it all together and really, it didn't even need that much editing. Um, Angela's wonderful. So what's it about? What's my chapter about? So it's called Free to Be Vibrant Me. And um, I know that Entangled No More was um, specifically the theme was toxic relationships. Um, and really the challenge that people have been through since from some sort of challenging uh, relationship. And it can be with anything. It can be with money. It can be with your body. It can be with you know, a man in your life or a woman in your life, or it could be with um, children, like whatever is dysfunctional, whatever is not working for you. Um, and then what did you do to get out of it? Like, or what, what did it, what lessons did it teach you and that kind of thing? So at first I wasn't too sure if mine was as toxic as maybe I thought it should be because I, I, I wasn't too sure. And then that's when I sent you and I said, would this work? And you said, absolutely, it's brilliant. So I went up forth and did it. And my story, um, which is basically a chapter of the very beginning of the book I'm writing, because it starts with um, 
about now 26 years ago, an event happened in my life. I was married for 28 years. And as marriages sometimes tend to do, it was going downhill. And I wasn't myself anymore. I, I was myself to my friends and my family, but even my family weren't getting the best of me. But certainly in my marriage and to my then husband, I was a completely different person. Like people didn't recognize me when I was with him. And, you know, it's very easy to put blame on things when there's abusive relationships going on. It's very easy to put the blame on one person or another. Mm -hmm. But I see it as a combination of just something that wasn't working. So for instance, if you go into a business and it's not working, it's not successful, it's not making money, you, you try something different. And if strategies with that business don't work, you try another business. Or, you know, sometimes you move into a beautiful house that you have and it just doesn't work. It's too big or it's too much to take care of. So I see that really somehow with the marriage. Now, uh, was it unkind to me? Yes. Was I suffering? Yes. Was it, was I entangled? Absolutely, because I couldn't get out. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to get out. Um, I had two grown-up children, so that shouldn't have been a problem, but I'm such a family person and everything revolved. I, I had a small family on my side and everything revolved around his family and our families together. And we looked great. We looked great out on the street. We looked like a very happy family. We would go on trips and, you know, we looked good together and all of this, but it was not good. And it became much more of a discord, discordant, is that a word? Uh, we lived in discord, not oh. harmony. I guess that's the way I can put it. That was actually a somebody who reviewed the book said that, and I thought I'm gonna use that. So that was a really cool thing. So then um, in my book, what I'm writing about more is me. There was an event that happened that sometimes an event happens where all of a sudden you go, that's it, yeah. that is it, I'm done. Now I tried to be done many several times. This was 28 years of a marriage. And basically what happened and I feel is that I'm, I was too much for him. And when you're with someone who maybe is insecure or has had their own problems as a child or growing up, you know, wasn't the, the best. There were things that might've happened in, well, did happen in his childhood as they did in mine. But I, I think now looking back when I read that chapter, because I didn't really put this in, is that some people just can't live with other people, even though they might love them. There still might be a love, but when you can't live and you feel your own um, person is, is being destroyed, and I'm saying now from his side, you get ugly. You get ugly with people. You, you, you know, say words you don't want to say, you do things you don't want to do, and that was happening. And of course, I was doing things too, like, um, however, <laughs> there, there was maybe a little bit more on uh, his side. So an event happened where, uh, I, I was treated, I was mistreated at an event that was very important to me because it was with my fellow colleagues at principals and I was so embarrassed and I just realized just, I think something awakes you, right? The universe suddenly comes down on you. And oh, said, yes. <laughs> Vivian, enough. And I was very scared of breaking up that relationship. I was scared of being alone and so on. So the rest of the story is really about me and how I became 
a different person. I went back into the vibration that I feel I give. And I've always been told by so many other people that weren't my husband, I've been told that um, like they could never believe that at my age, and this was at 40 when it started, uh, so 20 year olds were saying to me, oh my God, you're 40 and like, look at how energetic you are. And then they said it when I was 50 and now I'm like almost into my 80s and they're still saying it. And that wasn't coming out anymore. I was going more and more into myself. And so um, I, I realized that I had to be more of me. And um, my, yeah, and that's it. And so it just talks about my vibe, my vibration, how I got this idea suddenly to write a solo book. And um, that came just now, actually. But at the time, I didn't realize I was feeding my journals with all of the, all of the reference and resources I would need to actually write a book. And that started with Matt, almost with Matthew McConaughey, who took his journals and wrote a book. Oh. And I had already started mine, but I thought, oh my God, like celebrities do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you, have you had the urge to write? Well, because I've been writing in journals for, um, I say that it's 35 to 40 years, but I was actually writing them in these writing in journals all the time, all my life as a teenager, but my subject matter changed. So I'm thinking about 35 to 40 years as the change of subject matter. I became more like an author when I wrote. Mm -hmm. I didn't know this at the time. Like I, when I went back to read my journals, I, I sort of sat back and I'm gonna be very immodest now. I sat back and I went, that was really good. You know, I'd read something and it was mixed with poetry and questions about the universe and questions about me. And so it wasn't what I had been doing before was Today we traveled to Berlin. Yeah. It was really, you know, like shocking to me to see this. We had lunch with this person. The tour guide was excellent. So that was the old me in journals. And suddenly it was much more introspective and much more thinking about others in it as well. Um, I wrote a lot about where my family members were at the time and what I thought was going on in their life and what I needed to be sensitive to because I'm I have high expectations for people and I can be a little bit of a, you know, an annoyance. Um, and so while if I wrote about them and where I felt they were in their life, it gave me lessons to maybe soften myself. It doesn't always happen, but soften myself to address what they were going through. And that I found all in my, in my writings and poems, like tons of poems in there that I totally forgotten about, funny poems, after I separated, there's a poem, which is great. And I got to figure out, I, I it won't work with my book, but I have to figure out a way of doing a poetry book. It's called what it's the right after separation. I go, what do I do with my king size bed now? And it's very <laughs> cute. So, uh, so did this transformation in your writing happen after you left that relationship then? Yes. Yes. So, so it, it sounds to me. Before, actually just a little before, because I write so in 1994 was my mm. separation date and i noticed that my journals because i was very suspicious of things and i was feeling i'm starting to feel the pain not just take the pain but feel the pain and question it question why i'm living it so i would say about two years before when i was realizing this is not good i was starting to do that 
And then definitely after I separated the whole, my whole journals changed completely. Yeah. Which I guess was a gift to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I've experienced the same thing. So it sounds to me like you went through what I've been going through the last few years. I divorced at the end of 2020 and then all sorts started to flow through me. So the chapters in the books and poetry, poetry is, I used to write songs when I was younger and then I just didn't do it for years, but uh, the, po the poetry started coming through me and that was a bit like, it wasn't me writing. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, where's this coming from? Yeah, but as yep. soon as they come through, I know I've got to write them and I've got to share them because they're meant to be shared. So it's a different level of it's a different level of writing, isn't it? Than yes. anything anything I, I would have written before. So uh, I can see that how that that's happened for you. That's obviously yeah. what you do as well, because I can feel your writing so deeply. Oh, it's so, so even when you're going through the story of of the experience, the traumatic experience. The way you write, it, it, it's beautiful. I can't wait to read your solo book. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it's a little bit more fun because then I get into all the adventures I've had. Yeah, Katie, there is an alignment, right? When you when you know when you know that you've been through the same thing, mm -hmm. and then you feel it when you read somebody else's. You go, "Oh, I've been there." Oh yeah. Been there. Right. Yeah, there were lots of chapters like that for me. There were. There were stories that were shared in some of those chapters that I haven't even written yet, but they were my stories. Wow. <laughs> like, Whoa, how did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't don't even have to write that bit because someone else has written right. in my book. <laughs> now, when I read the ones I've read so far, um, I felt so passionately for some of my co-authors who suffered way more than I did, I feel. Mm. Like there was suffering, like unbearable suffering. Uh, I was lucky as a child. I had a very domineering mother, um, that's in my other book, um, who basically, I, as domineering as she was, I still felt love, a lot of love. And um, she taught me so much about resilience and, you know, just being bold. Like she taught me those things. My dad was the the, the loving one and he unfortunately passed early in in life but he was my like my guy right like like I, I felt very special always with him my mom was a bit of a tyrant I there was a picture of, of uh, in our living room of a tiger and I thought it was her reincarnate or before she was reincarnated to her mom I used to think that was her because I she got so mad at me she looked like a tiger and she was a yeller and she she went through the holocaust I mean she went through horrible times um but in reading the other co-authors who had problems as a child it, it was painful painful and and i felt blessed that all i had was a domineering mother <laughs> yeah but but the wonderful thing about these stories is that everyone that's written in this book have found their way through yes and have evolved yes to a place, to a place of of yeah of being yeah. able to write in the book and help other people yeah. so so um, I know for me, the, the pain that I've been through for well, five decades. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's been so oh. worth it now that I'm living a life that I absolutely adore. Mm. And, and yeah, so, you know, none of that, none of that matters anymore. What matters yes. is the stories that we've got to share that can help other people and, and that they can understand that they don't have to live like that. Yeah they can change 
whatever the situation is. And I have actually recommended the book to a few of my friends that um, are a little depressed right now. I think part of it's COVID related, but mm -hmm. are isolated or all al are alone, but have had stories similar to that are always feeling, are always feeling that, um, uh, you know, they're, they're a scapegoat or they're like, they're just always down on themselves because they mm -hmm. feel other people they're judging themselves before somebody else and they assume that that person is judging them. i have yeah, yeah and i said you have to read some of these stories yeah because um this is going to give you hope this is an ordinary person that turned themselves around this isn't yeah. just a magician or or somebody who was a coach before who mm. had all this training or realized that they could you know uh look up to the universe or or bring on things these are people who just did this People, real people like, like, real, we're all real people. real people yeah and i said and i've met them it's not like a fake person writing this to get yeah. you know, a bestseller out of, uh, out of this this these are real real people so yeah that's um I, i'm so so pleased to be part of this really it's just like and i'm i'm going to be in your next one but probably um <laughs> too soon for me and also <laughs> i was i was i was wasn't sure about the title but um i fit into it but as I go, oh, co-creating with the divine is what you're doing with your poetry oh. and your writing. Definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just poetry in it. <laughs> Next time around. Oh, yeah. Vivian, how can people find you if they want to? Because, you know, you've got a solo book coming out soon and I'm sure they're going to want to come and find you and and check that out. So where can they find you? OK, great. So I have a website which is really, really easy called Vivian Shapiro dot com. That's as easy as it gets. Wonderful. And it will and be in the show notes. I'm on Sorry. Instagram as Vibrant Vivian Shapiro. Uh, trying to throw that title in my, my the title of the, the solo book coming out is Go Vibrant Notes and Anecdotes on Living and Loving the Joie de Vivre. And there's Viv in the word Vivre. So that's Viv big with a little R-E. Right. Beautiful. So it's my joie de vivre that I'm, um, I found my magic sauce. I found what makes me me. I never knew it. People always say to me, you've got so much energy, da, da, da. how do you do it? And I'd say, I just love life. But then I realized I have to find out what I really do. And I found out by reading my journal. I just yeah. You're an author. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we leave, Vivian, I want to I want to point out to everyone that there's nothing to stop you. Age cannot stop you. I'm disabled. Disability cannot stop you. So can you let our audience know? You've got a big birthday coming up soon. I do. November 20th. <laughs> um, and I'll be in Mexico at the time. Um, so doing a lot of traveling. So I am going to be ready for this 77. Which is absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> I hope, I hope that I can heal my body and be like Viv when I'm 77. Well, you have the soul of a 20-year-old right now looking at you, and it's beautiful. Oh, my gosh, look at look at your face and your complexion. <laughs> you probably don't have very much makeup, if any, on, do no, you? No, I don't, because no, no, I, I, don't, I don't like it. I, 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 <laughs> the first time in years that I actually put something on. I, I put a bit of lipstick on, and, but... Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I, yeah I never wear lipstick. Here it is, a little bit of me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming in today, Vivian. It's been lovely to have you. Thank you. Well, Katie, thank you for being in my life now. 
And just so you know, I'm going to be in your neck of the woods, but only for like about two hours. I'm going to be at Heathrow on November 1st as oh, I wow. fly back. Too bad I couldn't do like yeah. a couple of days. Like, well, I if you're ever here, if you're ever here, come find me. <laughs> yeah, I would. But I'll be back. I think we need to do Authors Hub. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, let's go on a world thing. cruise together one day. Oh, well, that too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Bye for thank now. You so much. Okay, thank you. It's been a pleasure. for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. I trust that you will have heard something today that you were ready to hear and that it's made you feel a little lighter, more aligned and connected with your soul's purpose and you have been reminded of who you really are and the true nature of the power that you hold within you. My aim for this podcast is to bring love, light, wisdom, raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed the show, go back and listen to some of the back catalogue of previous episodes. Subscribe, follow, rate and review so that you're notified when new episodes drop in and share this podcast with anyone that you think it may help to listen to. You can connect with me at soulfulvalley.com and if you scroll to the bottom of the website, there are links to my social media platforms.